Kokorongo kite tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Whaka piri piri mai, whaka tatatata mai E te iwi nau mai hoki mai ane ki a taringa te punua pāho E whaka pāho atu nei iko nei i te wānonga o te roa I te piki auahi, the bustling metropolis of Taumatu And ane anō mātou, ane mātou Te tokotoru Te tokotoru Ko hau tēnei ko praone Ko hau tēnei ko te puaheiri Ko hau tēnei ko Erika Ana. So welcome back to Taringa Eteiwi and before we launch into Tikanga Tahi Kore Tahi, um, we've got our Kiwaha. Kiwaha. Anate tai Kiwaha e pana kite wa. So it's about time. Mm. Uh. Future. Actually, you can use it well in this context, we're going to be using future. So, hey rau rangira. Hey rau rangira. Hey rau rangira. Hey rau rangira. Which means at some time in the future. Yeah, it's an it's indefinite. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. another time. Another yeah. time. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Not, not like when you ask your mum when's dinner. Yeah, you and know she's that. really mean and doesn't want to yeah. feed you. <laughs> or like or like say you're going on a sabbatical but it's for a year. <laughs> You're not leaving, but hey, rongi ra ka hoki mai ano. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, rongi. Say, oh, when are you gonna do their? Um, when are you gonna make the lawns? Oh, hey, rongi. Hey, rongi ra. Hey, rongi ra. When are you gonna finish the koroa? Yeah, yeah. Hey, rongi When are you gonna do all these things around the house? Oh, shara slancha. Hey, rongi ra. Hey, rongi ra. There you go, Etiwi. Hey, rongi ra. Nō reira, e te iwi aneta tātou kaupapa e kōrero ana ki te taonga, ki te taonga Māori. Taonga Māori, aye. Mm. So we're speaking about taonga and I know it's quite a broad kaupapa because lots of things are taonga. Article 2. Uh-huh. Exactly, um, <laughs> both tangible and intangible. But um, we're going to be talking about some tikanga practices, customs around, I guess when we when we hear that we're taonga, I know when I was little anyway, when I heard the word mm. taonga, I'd think of a pendant. Kia mm. Even in Kapaka. Yeah. told, oh, make sure you got your taonga. Yeah. Or yep. we're only having bone taonga or only yep. having pronami taonga, taonga yep. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about uh, whakarake. Kia So adornments, taonga, and it'll lead our kaupapa kōrero into other areas as mm. we do. No but doubt. Ana. Engari, kwenne ko te kaupapa matua, ko te taonga. Ko te taonga. Kia Well, where I want to start with is... It might be obvious to us, or to some of our listeners, but this tikanga of getting our taonga blessed. Kia ora. Mm. I get quite a few people come to me with their taonga. Mm. Now, whether it be ponamu, greenstone, praua, whalebone, or iwi kau. Iwi kau. <laughs> That's a bit clever, but <laughs> might not get that. But anyway, might be cow bone. Nonetheless, it's still a taonga. Or resin. Ana. Ana. Resin. Resin. Exactly. Aye. So people have this whakaro to bless their taonga. What are you thinking, Erica, when you get a taonga blessed? What, what, what's going through your whakaro? Why do you Kia want ora. that taonga blessed? Well, because I just thought that's what you're supposed to do. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. That's how tikanga's handed nowadays, down. Nowadays, I 
feel like or have come to understand that it's a bit of a pūre. Kia ora. You're sort of clearing whatever energies mm. may have been attached to it to make way for your own. Te nā koe. Pe whea koe hoa. Pe whea o whakaaro ki te nā tikanga. Ai. Uh, kia hauni kei te whakatō koe i etahi o whakaaro i tetehi maudi. Kia whakapai tō taonga, kia arahi rānei, kia tsaki rānei i te tangata i te kaimau. You're investing some sort of energy or some good thought into that object so it can look after the bearer. Or like you said, you don't know where that tongue has come from or where the materials were sourced from. You're cleansing it first before investing um, mm. some modi or mm. energy into it. Mm. So there's a couple of kupu I was going to pick up on. I whakamahi a Erika i te kupu pure. Pure, right. And I think we've spoken about pure before. And put it as the cleanse is mm. what the poor Haiti said, and then he mentioned modi or energy. Yeah, no kufakaro. But same as you, Erica, when I was little, it was just the thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I oh, take it to Nan, you know, and then Nan would say fakarite, and came fakarite, and I think we've spoken about fakarite mm. as well as a blessing. And then when I got a bit older, she shared with me how she blesses Tonga. And then that's how sort of the pattern I followed. So we'd always mention then Te Ateirangi Kahu. Ah, mm. kia ora. So Te Atua, Te Ateirangi Kahu, and then we'd have a karakia to bless the tonga. Kia ora. Here in Te Awamutu, and the museum might not like this, but I was taught that if you can't find anybody to bless your tonga, to take it up to the museum and go to Uenuku. Uenuku, oh. kia ora. Give your whakaaro to Uenuku and then touch your tonga to Uenuku. Yeah, mm. and he will take care of it mm. because Uenuku, and if those of you that aren't familiar with this taong, which is also a taong, which dates from the coming of Te Waka o Tainui, that uh, Uenuku is a messenger, I guess, or really imbued with that godly oh, element yeah. mm. and is seen as the tangible on the face of this mm. earth. Oh, yeah. And then when it comes to Pure, and I'm sure the same with and it could be something good for you to ask your pakeke kaumatua whānau. You might have an awa. Kia ora. And it's counter-intention. What is your intention for that tonga? Mm. And as long as your intentions are true, the godly energies will take that into account and they will follow through with your intentions. Do thy bidding, yeah. Yeah, for that taonga. Whether it be with a uh, ruruku or karakia Māori, traditional or Christian. And I've had a lot of karakia for taonga. There's a melding, can be the melding of the two. Uh, so yeah, so that's another one that we've been taught is if it's for a pure, to take the taonga to the awa. To the awa, kia And for some it would be the moana. Mm. And again, going back on some kōrero that's been shared, if it's the energy you want to put into the taonga, then you wait for the seventh wave, eh? Che, I haven't heard that one. That's a cool one. Yeah, I think the, it's the seventh wave. Well, well, koutou o te moana. Well, sure. yeah. yeah, the seventh one, usually the bigger one. Yeah. And then yeah, they yeah. reset. Yeah, so you wait for the seventh wave mm. or the incoming tide. Yeah. We can do that with most things for pūre. Mm. I think Rere Atamaki, I talked about it. So half tide going out is the pūre because mm. you're taking away and half tide coming in is you're receiving the new energy. Mm. 
sort of like te tai miti o rehu, eh? Oh, aye, te tai miti o rehu, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the things that I've been taught to bless a taonga, yep. which might not only be one that you wear, it could be a patu or a taiaha. And of course, I guess ritual, what ritual does is, because you're actually performing a ritual when you do it. So when you have that ritual, kei te whakatapu koe o whakaaro. Mm. So you're going to a sacred space within your thoughts and your spirituality and by doing that you intensify that intention for mm, what you want aye. for that tonga for another person usually you get someone to bless a tonga for you but sometimes you can't what do you do because you've had a bit of experience blessing tonga for people mm. and secondly what can others do if they're new to this and they want to do it if they can't find someone <laughs> well I said a little chuckle because we get a few people turn up at Te Taupaipai o Te Wānonga o Te Rohe o Taumutu looking for someone to bless their tonga. <laughs> yeah, both Māori yeah. and Pākehā. Yeah. Well, if you want to get a, hey, you get a, you get a Justice of the Peace to sign off, you get the Wānonga to get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. you've got to put a fee on it now. Tell you what, initially, the first time I experienced this was when, when our koro was still working at the Wānonga, Huki Te Rangi, he, mm. was, he was the kaumato at the time. And we used to get a few people actually come this is 10 years ago now, I remember, and I was sort of like, oh, nah, back her off. But he was quite open to it. Kia And um, he said to me, well, Prawne, these people are coming with the right intention, well, he didn't say Aye. intention, with the aroha inside of them to do this tikanga. Mm. So, you know, if we've got these taonga, talking about the matauranga, of what to do, so, yeah, I'm going to help these people. So, yeah, that's sort of my yeah, whakaaro. A responsibility too, eh? You know? Yeah, yeah. But going back to your apartheid, I'm imagining it could be difficult for people that want to sort of enact this tikanga, I guess, or uphold this mm. tikanga. And they may be in an area they don't know anybody. Mm. Mm. They might be new somewhere. It might be they might be from Ngāpui, but they live down south, so it's a bit hard for them to go mm. home. And they want to get that tonga done. Again, I, I would... Well, firstly, talk to somebody local. Surely you know some local people and they might be able to guide you to a kaumātua that can do it or someone that has that knowledge, ability. Ring home. Ring home, yeah. <laughs> it's another one, ring home and see what your um, kaumātua, your ruruhi, your kuia or your koroa says mm. or uncles or aunties. They'll give you some advice. They might say, hey, I'll do it over the phone. Was what my, my nan used to do. Really? So yep. pause there. That's a possibility, ne? Yep. Kia ora. The intention is still there. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just going to share, I park that there to make sure I come back to there while, while I go off on a little, I won't say a kotiti, but another huarahi. I'm reminded of a kōrero, and it was actually Farehuya shared this mm. with me. They were away at a, or they were at a kaupapa, and he had some tawira with him, and one of them happened to be a mokopuna of Henaretu Whāngai. Anyway, she went somewhere she shouldn't have, apparently, or well, something happened, and she started having these fits. Mm. Te was was with this mm. John Rangihau, no Tuhoi, and straight away he said uh, they had a karaki, and, or they thought something medical, physical, but he clicked that it was something spiritual, and he said, ring Henare. So they rang back, and this is, this is before cell phones and that, and luckily they got Koro Henare wherever uh. he was. And Henare gave them these directions through the phone, Tanas Karakia, from there, and 
By the way, I heard the story years after my nan used to do this with us. So it was oh. like, wow. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, this is the what who they call the dean of all tohunga in his day. In his day. Mm. And then he um, instructed Te Wharehuia to spit yeah. on his hand and then place his hand on the forehead of his mokopuna. And Te Wharehuia was a bit reluctant to do so. But he did, carried out uh, henare, uh, the directions of Kuru Hinari. Hinari tana karakia, Farihuya spat on his hand and then put that too far mm. on the forehead of his mokopuna and she snapped out of it oh. straight away. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, we could go into a wānanga about the use of too far yeah. in the old days and maybe I may have even shared a bit. Oh, I wouldn't With, say too uh, much. Cutting. Yeah, well, with well, lots of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's lots of kōrero of, of, of well, not lots, but I've heard kōrero of particular tohunga and people when they go to visit somewhere, how they would use this their spittle, mm. their tufa, the yeah. way. Because imbued in that tufa are your whakaro and oh. your kupu. Mm. So the the reasoning behind was henare seta karakia went into wharehuia, into his ear, into his tinana, mm. which then transferred into his tufa, which he used to put on. Yeah. Did he say something like Kaito Tufa Taku Karaki or something like that? Um, I can't when he was him. reluctant. I can't remember him mm. saying that part. Yeah. Okay. Well, in, the, in the story, but that's the general thing. Of oh, the, yeah. Wow. Of the corridor. So, anyway, going back to my nan on the phone, that's a possibility. Aye, choice. Ring your, um, they might be able to karaki from where they are. And then um, what we used to do is we, yeah, Nana would, um, usually it wasn't for Tonga though, it was for when we were going somewhere and I think I may have spoken about mm. this. And then we'll do the karaki and then we go to the water and sprinkle ourselves. Cool. So, you know, and then my Nan, she was old school as, but she was, she was on a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so that could, that might be an option, but I think the point was, was to ring home. Yeah. Um, you may not be Māori. Yeah. You may be Pākehā or whatever. Um, again, get in touch with some Māori. Yeah. Um, it might be the wānanga or somebody. Again, I think it comes down to intention. If your intention is true, mm. I think the people will, who you contact will feel that you're doing it for the right reasons. Mm. You know? Um, so, yeah. So, you'd, you would definitely get it blessed before you wear it, eh? Yeah. But and you can Well, you know, again, I'm going back to it comes down to feeling. Yeah. Um Yeah, it comes down to feeling. So yeah, what what you feel. Yeah. Like sometimes sometimes when I give the taonga, I, I I'll give it to them and it hasn't been blessed because they might want someone to bless it. True. Yeah. Uh I know in the Wananga we give a lot of people taonga as they might be going away things yep. and I'll bless those tonga before they get a tonga. So mm-hmm. yeah, every every situation's sort of different. Yeah. Even even old ones that were worn, even though they might be belong to your tupuna or something, someone just might want a refresh. A yeah, refresh. Yeah, yeah. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. you're re- removing those yeah. things that you're because you're queer wore it in your mataku. Yeah. But it's more of a refresh. Yeah. You know, and as Puhaidi was saying, one of the things I say in my ruruku is um, ko koe hei kaitiaki, 
more and put their name in ana koia he kai chaki mo so you're going to look after them and they're going to look after you yeah that's cool and if you look at it say if it's an old if it's an heirloom or something and that person is new could be new to it in terms of being the possessor you you may be investing their intention as well yes mm. that wasn't there before so but you're investing that in yeah. that, which strengthens what was already there yeah or, you know exactly yeah. that's mm. a good uh, strengthening their bond and creating a bond Tika. or creating a bond oh, their yeah. own bond with their them bond. for that mm. time that they're mm. going to have the right. tonga mm. yeah do you go Ooh. and do like refreshes with your own tonga um yes maua ko ngahuia um we use the marama Oh, yeah. So on a rākau nui, we'll put our tongue out. Um, doesn't have to be outside. We'll put them on the window sill. Yeah. Um, even if even if it's a cloudy night, yep. you know, it's rākau nui. Yeah. Um, we'll put... We'll it's put high our, energy. Yeah, high energy. Yeah. Yeah, because that's quite... Uh, I see a lot of people doing that. They call it moon bathing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, what? How for Karo mo mo tawa mahi te, te mahi e mahi ana e korua. Well, I think it's the same sort of thing a refresh because, uh, you know, roto i te fakaro Maori. Uh, if we go back to the Maui narrative and his korero to hinenui te po, one of the many Maui narratives, mm. and when he said to uh, hinenui te po, I want to be like um, the marama. The marama dies. Yeah, and then the marama is reborn, reborn again. Aye, aye. You know, and then there's that time of the month for uh, the marama when it's at its high energy. Rako yep. nui. You got mm. the other phases, of course, but rako nui. Um, so yeah, I think it's like sort of like yeah, a refresh and refresh. Sense. Yeah, kilda. That's something that we've only recently started doing. Aye, aye. Mm. yeah. Mm. I've got a, a fatu Maori that I was gifted. In a taonga, or a taonga Maori, a taonga take take no, no tawahi. Is this your dragon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about this one before. Yeah. And um, when 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 I when I've been told, and now I do, when if I'm going to do some work with it, I sit the taonga, the fatu in some way mm. for the night. Aye, aye. Yeah, and then I'll use that way, yeah, mm. to do the to do, do the, the work. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yes, I'm used to seeing people getting their tonga as in necklaces, mm. those types of adornments mm. blessed. What about things like earrings because they're much smaller? Yeah. So anything, earrings, if they're ponamu and, and if, you know, we could get into a debate here or maybe yeah. not a debate, maybe a discussion about, you know, what about there's a lot of tonga we, we mentioned resin. Yeah. yeah they, ver- they look like ponamu. Yep. Um, and, and people, gold, yeah, and people treasure them, yeah, you know, like that. Well, one of my one of my nannies, nanny Nucky, she had she had all these rings, mm. you know. And this is a story with our with an Alfano, and um, our, our nan was she was a tohunga, aye, aye. and um, she never said she was, but everybody said she was a tohunga, and. And she had she had a lot of rings that had things on them. Yeah. Um that Fana had gifted to her to wear because they couldn't look after, I guess, uh, the the tapu that were on those things. And they went they were gold, they were uh, they were heirlooms. 
Yeah, so she would look after those things. So yeah, again. Yeah, and you know, if you're looking at, so I'm just I'm talking about gold or the minerals, not the mineral. Mm, you mm. know, so here in mineral, you know, it's a mineral. It's so it has its um properties. Yeah. yeah. Per se, spiritually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so of course we would get things like mere and patu mm. blessed. Is the um, ruruku, mm. that was your word, eh? Your kupu. Yeah. Are they any different for those types of tonga to the ones that we wear on our body? Well, it comes down to, again, what is that mere going to be used for? Mm. Are you going to give it a name? Yeah, uh, and a lot of heitiki, fame, famed heitiki. Uh, you've got Tengako, uh, which was a famed tiki of Ngati Tuwhareitoa, uh, which one of our um, Tupuna War during when she uh, in her rebuttal to uh, defaming, defaming uh, remarks towards yeah, yeah, fouling, um, yeah, yeah, prowess. Yeah. Uh, so you had you had heitiki and even uh, Mo Taringa. They had names, yeah. You know, so they they carried another level of tapu and mana mm. and wehi, wehi yeah. as well, and patu, uh, mere, which were the Excaliburs of mm. Maori. So definitely, uh, I've got a a mere, and I was fortunate that Farehuia. I asked Farehuia for a name for the mere. Well, first I asked Po, Takutohunga mm. Po. Hautana. To, to hey, rangira. Hey, no. hey. <laughs> Kao, I asked him to do the karakter mm. whakatoa Māori and he says, ka pai, and then he asked me, he said, ah, koe te ingoa o te mere nei, and, went, mm. and he goes, oh, well, ka rewe whakatoa i te Māori, ka rehe ingoa. I'm not going to put a Māori in it because it hasn't got a name. Once it's got a name, then you can come back to me. So I asked Wharehuia for a name and it took a couple of days and then I thought he forgot and then we flew home. And when we landed, he was asleep on the plane. And when we landed, it was funny. When we landed, he opened his eyes and he gave me the name of the mere. And then it was sometime after that we went down to the river to Pūnu. It was one of my one of the memories that I treasure. We all went down myself, Po and Farehuia, to Pūnu, and Po done the karakia on the mere, and and with the naming of it. So it was yeah, and Fakato te Māori roto. Uh, Rangimatamu, he uh, nana taku kakauroa. So I've got a, oh, a kakauroa. What's that? A long handled hatchet. Hatchet, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so a contemporary, but carved, made out of maire mm. with an old iron head, the old hatchets. Mm, cool. I've got a lot of tonga that um, I'm not boasting or anything, but sort of like just how things worked out where people done the karakia on significant occasions so like that one for Po and Farahuia it just so happened that we had quite an intense wānanga so that's my memory that I hold with that taonga Mm. and this kakauroa was when we were honoured to assist Po in opening uh the new campus in Fakatani. Fakatani, yeah. And done it on the morning of that, early in the, actually it was the night before. Yeah. And he used, um, actually, he done the karakia and I used my tufa. Mm. On there. Yeah, so there are different 
yeah, there, there are times where the karaki will be different. Yeah. And again, that goes up, that's another level of knowledge and expertise. And so, well, trying to come back to Tonga and, well, not in general, but uh, there were dowry, mm. traditional dowry? Yes. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. Had to kupumote dowry? Yeah. So, which also means to touch. It's, it's an old, old word for marriage. Yeah. yeah. Pakufa, pakuha. And in some iwi, it describes somebody related to you by marriage. Mm. By marriage, yeah. There were particular, there was a pakufa, which was a, ta- a taonga, a dowry, I guess. Kilda. where Which would be sent with the bride to be given to the groom's whanau. Uh, and sometimes it would be reciprocated. Mm. There'd be a swapping of taonga. Mm. Kilda. Not just toasters and clocks, eh? No, no, no. Yeah. So it could be in the form of a kākahu. Kia ora. And when I, when, I, when I use the word kākahu, I'm talking about a cloak. Kai. And not just any, you know. Kai. Could be one that's been handed down. Kia ora. Within that whānau. Or one that's made specifically for that mm. occasion. Yeah, and there'd, there'd be a swap. Aye. Sort of a thing, well, not a swap, it's sort of like reciprocation, aye, aye, aye. and it's to show that coming together of two people in unity, the unification, I guess, of the, of, of peoples. Maybe almost symbolic of you're giving your tonga. Exactly. You know. Yeah, and then of course, of you know, things went sort of, but sour. Sour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, the house, if the house wasn't big enough, yeah, the <laughs> tonga might be given back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the you tonga know, have to be pretty bad for that to happen. Yeah, um, but yeah, definitely. So mm. um, yeah, uh, there's kōrero, lots of kōrero out there in, in iwi about particular tupuna when they were betrothed or when mm. they had their pakufa ritual that kākahu meriponamu. Heitiki and things were exchanged Aye. or given. Yep. Ne. Why is, um, so this might be a silly question, why is Heitiki such a yeah. sought after, or why is it more revered, or, you know, mm. such a big is it cause it symbol symbolizes in Te Ao Māori? the first man? Yep, that's one. So it goes back to Tiki Tiki Ahua Tiki Ahua Tiki Apua mm. Mai Hawaiki Tiki Tawhito Ariki Tiki Tetupua So definitely all that quarter on the Tiki And this is my whakaaro too about the Tiki If you look at the Taonga And okay you've got a mere paunamu There's a bit more work that goes into a Tiki Yeah A bit more intricate aye, Absolutely aye, aye. And I mean when you look at some of these Tiki Actually, all of them. Aye. They're beautiful and, and even more beautiful when you realise that they were made in an age before. Pre-iron. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. They didn't have diamond jewels and all yeah, this business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And I'm not taking anything away from the workmanship that goes into making a mere ponamu. Mm. You know? But apart from the reke Aye. of the mere ponamu, which is the butt. The coil grooves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, the, at the end... Um, there's not, there's no adornment mm. on on Meriponamu. Any, any adornment you see on Meriponamu is quite a, a contemporary thing. Yeah. They've got the drills mm. and things. Mm. And just while we're on the reke of the Meriponamu, those rings when you when it's first made, there's one ring traditionally is what this is one thing I've been told. And 
every generation after adds a ring. Oh no! To that leke. Sure. So you'll see some some of the old meriponamu. They actually I'm gonna have a, look out for that when I go to museums yeah. now. Yeah, you see some of them. They haven't actually got any rings because they have. They only were with the first owner. That first owner, and they might have been given away when that tikanga finished. Um, you know, or they might only have two on wow. the reke. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't ask me what happens when you run out of rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's a cool little. Uh, and here's me thinking all the time it's for the. The rope to to coil around it. Oh, nareke? Yeah, that's what I always thought it was for. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's one quarter of And you know, two rings them. could equal like 100 years, you know? Yeah. Mm. So, you know, even to have two rings, mm. that's a long time. And and just going back to the tiki, and I, I talked a little bit about tengako, um, for our tūpuna to even know these taonga. Kia ora. Yeah. So you know, um, you know, there's kōrero about particular rangati they're giving there. Not always a tiki; it could be an air pendant, uh, an eardrop, or something, to give them safe passage. Yeah. It was, so yeah. they're going along, and then hey, who are you? Oh shit, he's wearing, you know, he's got the passport. Oh, he got the mana. Clue, yeah, yeah. Passport. mana passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's wearing his, he or she is wearing that earring. Yeah. You know. Or it could be a kakau, but a lot of time it was an earring. Hetaki mm. uh, te ua was, you know, tētahi, probably the last ariki, I could be wrong, of teitanga mahaki. And a lot of people that got his mātauranga, he gave a makotu. Cool. And um, a whalebone tooth, for those of you that don't know. Oh, not a whalebone, a shark tooth. He'd give one of us mako. And that mako, some of those were from his teacher oh. before him. Yeah. And one of his tawira that uh, got his mako was Irirangi Tiaki Awa. Who was the, the pawako of uh, Wetini Mitai Ngātai. So, you know, those those are the other ways taonga so were used was to show, okay, this is my tawira. Yeah, rather than a graduation certificate. Yeah. Yeah. Mean. yeah. And to show to everybody, this is the person I've given my my matauranga to. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Almost an inherited mana, or it was either, yes, you have the matauranga, but also you have a, an eye on you because he no te tawira, he he no te, te tohunga. Yeah. Mm, that is a cool, yeah. that's cool. Mm. So there's other, there's also other cool little, you know, we've talked about the gifting, there's also cool little about when a gift is an honour. And um, so when when someone gives you uh, something, we've talked about hau. Um, when they give you a, a taonga, their hau is on it, on this taonga they've given you. And you you should look after that taonga because they've given it to you mm. with the intention of it being a taonga for you. And, you know, it's it's they're recognising your mana. Mm. You shouldn't just give it away, you know. You hold on to it for yeah. a peri- period, of, you know, you should hold on to it forever. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at least a, a, a long period of time before mm. passing it on. Um, yeah, so there's there's a kōrero. I remember one, but I don't want to mention one and leave one out. But anyway, the, the, the crux or the main point of the story is this tūpuna gave this taonga to this other tūpuna which was quite a revered taonga. Right. And 
he gave it away too quickly. Mm. And it actually caused a war. Oh. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, these are the, this is the whakaaro that our tupuna put on, yeah. on these tonga. Yeah. I mean, it's like if, um, uh, you know, you, you see it a lot. You, if you treat a tonga with such, I don't know, with such aroha and such uh, mana, and you give it to someone and they don't share the same idea. Yeah. yeah. It, it is, it's a takahi mana. Or it's yeah. like, you know, I really put a lot into this for yeah. you to hopefully enjoy mm. the same way and then it becomes a fruit bowl or, yeah. you know, yeah. some, you know, a doorstop or... Well, it could be, you know, like, simply break it down. It could be you buy one of your niece or, or your moko or your child, you know, you, you spend a lot of money on yeah, this yeah. thing, you know, and, you, and, you know, you, you go out two week, three weeks before Christmas and you're looking all around for it and, um, you know, you spend this money, you get this tonga yep. or present and you give it to them and they put it on Christmas and the next day they've swapped it with one of their mates' presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, how would you feel yeah, yeah. If, if that happened? Yeah. So same sort of a thing, yeah. you know, with, with these tonga Māori. What about like the returning of some? Because I know there's a, a bit of a tikanga um, and a taonga could, is just a koha for a time. Yeah. And then it's returned. Like engine mm. giving. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's because the purpose is finished. Ah, mm. oh, okay. And then the iwi decide, oh, it's time for us to return this. Yeah. And then there's been a few occasions where the iwi goes, kapai, ko ea. Yeah. And then they still keep the taonga. They say the, the gesture is enough. Yeah. The tonga stays with you. Have you heard it? Yeah, I don't, I don't have any specific. Yeah, that's that's example. right. That's mm. right. Things there's instances where things like that with tonga were given, and the iwi that it was given to, mm. uh, they they know that that is quite a big decision for oh, the iwi to give them this tonga that could be the uh, crown jewel. I the guess. crown jewel, kia ora. Uh, so it's in the gesture that they've given the tonga, so they've recognised the mana. Of that other iwi, or it could be a fault. Oh. You know, I've heard of uh, two papaku that were taken. Aye, aye. And, and um, the other iwi has asked the other iwi, or well, you need to give us, you know, so many need, mere, yeah, yeah. Mm. this and that. And that yeah, was yeah. sort of a bit of muru going on. Aye, yeah, muru, yeah, muru, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bit of muru. But yeah, back to this one, that there are instances where their tongue would be given back after time. Aye. Yeah. yeah, not that it was an expectation of the iwi that gave the tonga. Yeah, tiga. So there's not there, there aren't specific T's and C's to tonga, but if you're in, I guess in the right fakaro or mm. te fakaro Māori, mm. kakite koe inga ahuatanga, mm. inga tikanga. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Might be it might differ to when you're going into a um, souvenir shop and getting a five dollar power at the airport. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, you know, um, somebody that's purchased that tonga with love and with mm. intention, Aye. you know, um, it may not have as much monetary value as yeah. um, something you get Aye. from the Kura Gallery for, you know, <laughs> a couple of thousand dollars. But nonetheless, it's, they've given it to it's, you in aroha. Yeah. Yep. So you always have to keep that in mind. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If they took the time to think about you, then it must mean something. Yeah. yeah. 
What about Taonga at, um, at Tangihanga? I know of some places where there's a different way that you lie it next to the two papaku to mm. indicate whether it goes down with the person or it stays up with the person. Mm. Have you seen any other tikanga like that? Well, I've heard sort of two different sort of kōrero. Mm. Um, our one is just that it lays on with the handle facing like how the person would hold it. Ah, yeah. Because then the thinking is, is the handle's facing out so you can take the patsu. Oh, okay, so yeah. if, if the handle... If turning the other way, the handle facing... The row. Uh, yeah, oh. the row down, then it's going to be going with them. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I've heard another kōrero that well, actually, it's put that way in case anybody comes to take the two papaku. Aye. The kirimate, they've got quick access to grab the papaku and to do okay. <laughs> So more of a practical... Yeah, but yeah. then, uh, you know... Keitena, keitena, ni? Yeah, te taioku huanga hoa. Jared, he was saying, you know, they got into this sort of... It was a bit of a debate. There was a uhunga and tokoro and, and, and his kuya, I think. They took their whanau kahu kiwi to put on right. somebody. And they got told, oh, you got it around the wrong way. Mm. Um, and well, again, how I've been taught is if it's not going, then the um, remu, the which remu. is the end of the kākahu, goes up to the neck. Kia ora. Um, and the, the, the taura are at the feet. Kia ora. And uh, they says, oh, you put it on the wrong way. And then uh, his nanny turned around and said, ko ai te um, pōrangi. Ko ai te pōrangi ka tanu i te kahu kiwi. Aye, aye, aye. You know? Mm. Who's stupid enough these days to, to bury a kahu kiwi no matter which way the thing goes? Tiga. <laughs> I think it's us trying to retain, you know, some of the tikanga yeah. around how things were laid on the two yeah. papaku yeah. which I believe were an indicator to the people that were taking the two papaku so they knew what was going and what was staying mm. but in reality if we go back to the old practices everything on the two papaku went was with going. the two papaku mm. yeah yeah mm. even the <laughs> the yeah. punonga yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. sometimes even the wives ah even the wives though. or Too the good. husbands aye and mm. we'll leave that all. yeah um, yeah, so yeah. I, know, I know a funny story in, amongst the Nafanu. Uh, prominent composer, he when he passed away and he had all these taonga put on them, and my auntie went around turning them upside down so they wouldn't all go down because he had these big. I seen this, um, it was a tefa prawa, yeah, yeah, but it was the size of the payaka, it's a smaller tefa tefa, but it was all made out of um. Of prawa of um, whalebone, cool. Um, big pieces, big pieces, and they're all facing up as if indicating they were going down. And my auntie, during the night, went and turned them all upside Just down. Snickly turned yeah, them yeah, around. These aren't going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's one. So you're gonna say be be wary of how you put um your tongue on the two barbecue if you. Want yeah. it to stay up again? If not, just leave it. The don't guidance put it on of you. your kumatua. Tiga, mm. and you know, don't really want to get into talking too much about tangihanga, but. Just as a footnote to those of you, you know, things can get a bit hectic and it's a bit of a pandemonium when it comes to the time to put the the topuki on the little. Tiga. Make sure that those tonga that aren't going have been removed have been because removed, yeah. um, it's terrible if you have to take that lid off. Anyway, yep. We'll leave parked that corded all there. Mm. What about... Um there's been a few cases of people finding tonga under their house. Mm. What should you do if you find some? Trade me. 
No. <laughs> no, you don't. No, do you that. don't do it. <laughs> well, you go on there if you're looking for anyone who's selling their um, abilities to uh, perhaps fuck a wate. Uh, well, if you're not from there, get in touch with the mana mm. Uh, if you're from there, get in touch with those that know what they're doing. Um, and that'll be my first thing. Again, jump on that phone. Yeah. And no one um, Jump on there and google.com. It's pretty easy these days to find who the iwi authority is. Yeah. Um, and they'll point you in the right direction. Mm. Yeah, it's harder to be ignorant these days. Eh? Mm. Uh, another another one I, I, I forgot is get in touch with your museum and because the, the museum mm. have got the networks yeah. it's not about them coming to get the tonga, but they'll be able to point you in the right direction because they museum work a lot with iwi and with kaumata iwi, yeah. and the other one you may not have thought of is the police yeah. again police work a lot with kaumata for various True. kaupapa mm. and take so yeah get in touch with the police um, definitely don't hold on to it and don't say anything yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some um, huarahi kia, kia koe if you find any tonga. Uh, and yeah, whether it's the ads or, um, you know, I, I recall some of my uh and they've passed on, uh, called Tom and Naninuki, and they had all these flint and ads pieces oh, yeah. that they had dug up on their farm over the years that the uh, museum didn't want because they didn't have enough room. Mm. And I thought, man, if these were Ponamu. Yeah. Mm. You know, the museum would want them. Yeah, yeah. that'd make the room. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, uh, there might be things you dig up. If, if Again, it comes down to intention. Uh, what do you feel? What are you feeling? You know what the right thing to do is at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So do the right thing. We used to get told a lot, put it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like again, we were, like yeah. we were kids playing around in the Must bush. Be there for a reason. We found a few things and they just say, leave it there. Go for a swim and just don't touch it or, or put it back. Yeah. If you found it in yeah, some place, we got, yeah, we got told that. Mm. But under your house, yeah, I'd find the owner to yeah. it. Mm. Again, you know, those things, sometimes they find you. Tigger. You yeah. know, it's not that you found them, they found you. They found and there's you. a reason that they wanted to be found. Mm. Um, and yeah, again, it was by the advice of your coma to whoever said put it back. Yeah. I'll tell you now, if I'm swimming around in Punia and I find a heitaki, yeah. you know, I yep. think that that heitaki has been, has been wanted to be found. Tiga. Yeah, and I'd rather that a mokopuna of the whenua of that place holds on to that heitaki, then I just leave it there. So, then, uh, then again, there were different scenarios it. and yeah. contexts. Yeah, Tiga. Yeah, kia ora. So, maybe in finishing, you know, you might be thinking, well, I want to give my tonga a name. Mm. Um, again, maybe consult with somebody Aye. if you want to give it a name. It could be, could be something awari, um, like uh, ngako aroha or something Aye. like that. Um, be careful with giving a tupuna names. Mm. And again, talk to somebody who has the the matauranga and the mohiotanga yeah. Yeah, to guide you or give perhaps give a name for to the go. tonga. Yeah, yeah. And, and and saying that too, you could name it. In a way, but it's it's what you invest in it and the time that it stays around you that it gives it weight. Mm. You know, yeah. You can find a heavy name, but it, it might not fit it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You got to look at like if you're giving a tonga to one of your peppy 
or somebody and they, they're going to be wearing that tonga. Aye. So they're mm. wearing the weight or the mana of that name. Aye. So, you know, um, you want to be, do you want, you want to make sure that you're looking after them. Yeah. Yeah. And have tonga been renamed? You know how like tupuna, they would go through different events in their life then they would gain another name. Mm. Has it happened with tonga? I don't know about tonga. The mm. only example I know, well, I know Farin we have. Aye. Aye. And I know, um, I know Waka have. Kilda. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure about um, Tonga. Tonga. Gen- like we're talking about adornments mm. and things. Could be. Yeah, I can't see why not. Yeah. Could usually be an event that would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sort of dictate or guide. Aye. So, in conclusion, find the right expertise. Yep. Mm-hmm. And for your own Tonga, yeah, look for the look for the expert Google if you can. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, you can... Well, the wānanga could be... There may not be somebody at the wānanga, or not just the wānanga te roa, could be raukawa or nui arangi. Um, there could be someone there that'll someone. Point, get, yep. point you in the right direction. Kanui tēnā. Yep, kanui tēnā. And ko te waiata, Well, actually, it's a ngeri, and it's going on the same thing that we used for... Waiata Ringawera that we've had in some other Tikanga oh, yeah. 101. Yeah, yeah so this is. Yeah, so this is uh, Emate Tamaroto from the um, compilation CD Kiawana Te Reo uh, from Te Panikiritanga o Te Reo. And this was written by Timoti Karetu and it's a mihi for the Ringawera. So if you can't sing, this will be. Doing eri. Emate Tamaroto. Whakarongo mai. ノレラクイナタタタイワイアタヘイタイトクイナコレロモテトンオモリチカンガワナイワンアイエンイエパイカトンガコレロレクイカトンイエンイエンイエンイエンイエンイエンイエンイエンイエンイエンイエンイエン
Tokyo Fakaro mo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hook of force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fakaro mo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Taringa, he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nā te māngai pāho i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai.